Hi there, and a very warm welcome to Season 3, Episode 2 of People Soup. It's Ross McIntosh here. This week, it's what you've been waiting for. It's Part 2 of my conversation with Dr Guy Meadows, co-founder and clinical director of The Sleep School. Hear us talk about their approach to working with organisations. Hear us talk about tracking devices and a cracking set of takeaways, including some insights on my relationship with coffee. I'll just bring Guy in at this point for a very quick taster. But I'm also on this mission to educate people about sleep as much as possible because I know that it's fundamental to their mental, Mm. emotional and physical well-being. People Soup is a podcast that takes evidence-based psychology and behavioural science with the aim of making it accessible, fun and useful for people in the workplace and beyond. This is based upon a foundation of contextual behavioural science and other complementary psychological approaches. We aim to make our content interesting for humans, whether you're curious about psychology in the workplace, a psychologist, a leader, a therapist, a team member, anyone really who reflects on how they show up at work. It was psychologist Abraham Maslow who said, a first-rate soup is more creative than a second-rate painting. That was the inspiration for this podcast. More than ever, the world of work is a heady mix of people, behaviour, events and challenges. When the blend is right, it can be first-rate. Behavioural science and psychology has a lot to offer in terms of recipes, ingredients, seasoning, spices and utensils. So welcome to People Soup. Before we go on, a couple of reviews. Becky Quick said on Twitter, what a cliffhanger at the end of part one of the Ace People Soup podcast with the brilliant Dr. Guy Meadows, keeping me on the edge of my seat for part two and Guy's takeaways for his act-based approach to sleep. Loved my brew with you this morning, Ross. It's so nice to think that I accompanied you as you sipped on your brew in the morning, Becky. It feels a really nice way to start the day and... A privilege to join you. Thank you for listening. And Kevin Teo said that People Soup Pod is a great podcast looking at behavioural science at work, strong act and well-being focus, and hosted by the wonderful Ross McCoach. Hey, Kevin, thanks so much for those lovely words. Really appreciate them. And I'll give the details of how you can get in touch at the end of the show. Right, let's crack on. Get a brew on and listen to part two of my conversation with Guy. Remember... He selected Birdsong as his introductory music. You asked me, sort of, what do we do at the sleep school? So we still have our clinical side. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah so that's, uh, we have a, um, a sort of a, a clinic. Um, we have, we still run workshops. We, you know, people can get the book. Um, we have an app. Um, mm. So the sleep school for insomnia app, which you can download and, and sort of run through the, the entire chronic insomnia um, program. Is that a, a course of a number of weeks, or is it? It's it's designed as five steps. Five so steps. I I okay. I, uh, <laughs> I sort of avoided the week format because mm. a lot of people would it, you know there's that sort of like well I've got to week five and I'm not fixed. Yeah. And so yeah. it's realizing oh, that right. there's sort of five clear distinct steps mm. which I take people through mm. um, and. And they, that's basically the application of the ACT uh, model, mm-hmm. um, you know, falls right throughout all of those yeah. five steps. Um, 
So it's, for example, Discover is all about discovering everything you could be doing that could be getting in the way of your sleep, all of the, the sleep aids that you're now currently reliant on. Yeah. And then you kind of want, you know, that's the, the sales pitch for acceptance because mm. you kind of, you've gone to people as like, you know, in the clinic, uh, you know, if, if, if I see a client's, you know, is the t- right type of client, but you mm. can, you can kind of go when someone tells you, oh, I do this and I do that and I've tried this and I'm doing, mm. and you can sort of rather flippantly go, so how's that working for you? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, of course it's not. You know, yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. You know, but yeah. it's uh, it's it's not designed to antagonise. It's designed to sort of, as you know, you know, to to to, to help create that sudden mental space that oh, actually, you know, just this constant trying, mm. um, this constant trying to fix it is not actually getting me anywhere. Maybe there's maybe there's something else. Maybe there's not trying or what's yeah. that maybe it's acceptance and so love that and and that question can be really really powerful like it, it, it can you've got to have the right connection absolutely but I, yeah. I know you will but how's that working for you it can just help that have that moment of pause to go well actually shit yeah no, none of that's working yeah and it, you just keep striving and maybe adding more yeah to your list of it's, it's, traditions it's, and habits. It's the classic, um, you know, digging a hole metaphor, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, it's kind of like, how's that working for you down there? It's like, yeah, I'm still trying to get out. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know, um, and yeah, and it is that pause. Mm. It's, you know, that question, it, it enables people to go, to pause. You know, they're holding the shovel and go, oh, maybe I should put the shovel down. Mm. while I think about this and, and that sort of you know brings that platform from which acceptance can emerge yeah um, and they're sort of you know they're, they're often they're, they're then hungry mm. to go okay this mm. is weird you know this this not doing mm. things because I'm you know I've, I've learned all my life you know if at first you don't succeed try try and try yeah. again even harder the next time you know and so it goes against what we kind of have been brought up to yeah it's making me think of also people People with perfectionist tendencies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, striving to get that that absolutely perfect. Mostly, you know. Yeah, and and actually, you know, to to come around. I mentioned a, a moment ago that I'm not the mm. biggest fan of tracking. Mm. You know, so and one of the reasons for that is that you know, just you know, on a general point, tracking is absolutely great in, mm. in as much as that it's increased people's awareness around mm. their uh, lifestyle habits and their sleep. Mm. So they've kind of gone, oh look, when I go out and drink too much, uh, yeah. it, it hammers my sleep. That's a yeah. that's a good that's helpful. Mm. But what we see is we now a new sleep disorder called orthoinsomnia, which is a um, basically sleep anxiety as a result of um, overtracking. It's mm. the, the 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 you're taking someone who's sleeping normally, and this um, you've suddenly given them the desire to want to achieve sleep perfection. Mm. And so the first thing they look at in the morning is their sleep score. And, you know, and the last thing at night, they're thinking about their sleep score and they go, I've got to fall asleep, you know, quickly mm. so that I can get that, you know, perfect score. And it's, again, mm. it's, you can see that it's, you know, and that's why I will say with tracking, you know, do it, but just, you know, hold it lightly. Yeah. I've noticed something that really surprised me in my family. It's that suddenly everyone seemed to be wearing a Fitbit or, or similar <laughs> yeah. devices are available. But, and they were all comparing, oh, yes, six hours of this, two hours of that. I was like, what? Yeah. every morning but they were comparing this I was like what the heck's going on here and and that sort of bit of competition a bit of oh that's why this is happening and it was just like hold it lightly please I noticed yeah. you're not wearing any but I can't <laughs> see any device <laughs> no, guy. No, I have a um, <laughs> I, I have a shed 
uh, <laughs> full of trackers yeah. <laughs> because I, again I, I've you know I, I've enjoyed the the luxury of being sent these devices mostly by journalists going yeah. what do you think of this one kind yeah. of thing and so and you know and there are some which definitely sit above the mm. rest yeah. um, because it, largely because they've actually they've gone they've taken the time and done some research and they're mm. actually sort of clinically reasonably accurate mm. a lot of them are not accurate uh, and any which goes oh you spent this much time in REM is just lying mm. <laughs> basically because unless you're unless you're actually measuring the brain's electrical activity you know and so and you can assess exactly how much time someone spent in REM rapid mm. eye movement sleep yeah. or light or deep you, you can't you know you can't you can't establish that from just actigraphy from someone just lying perfectly still well, I think that might be a bit of a revelation to my family hello family <laughs> all that REM data you've got is can I say nonsense it's from, from a, a typical wrist yeah from, from a typical wrist uh, you know the typical wrist type devices using actigraphy so the, yeah. you know, the, the accelerometer type yeah. you know, or the, yeah. the phone type device yeah. and, and it just, it's just basing it on the fact that if you've been still for 90 minutes then that must be a cycle, you know. Right. Sort of, and mm. but some people are really good at being still. <laughs> yeah. so, I'm not. I've never worn one, so yeah. I don't know. So interesting. Gosh. So yeah, I was telling you once again about the sleep score. Yes, please. Yeah. So uh, very briefly, what do we? So we got the clinical side. Mm. Um, we also have a schools program. Uh, so we go into schools and educate school children um, how to sleep better. Um, it's something that we we want to do more of. Um, but it's mm. a, a really interesting side. We also have a parent and baby clinic. Again, a smaller part of what we Brilliant. do. Um, and uh, and I, you know, I'm a big fan of applying acts mm. to uh, sort of new parents, mm. um, which is you know uh, very interesting. Yeah. Um, but then we also have our then the final part is uh, our professional program, yeah. and, and that's and that's definitely um, the, the part which takes up the most of our time right, right now um, because of the sort of the demand from corporate Gosh, organizations yes. um, and we deliver that in you know we, we it might be live engagement mm. so sort of you know to, to um, audiences of employees mm. ranging from sort of five to like a thousand mm-hmm. you know so it can be um, a whole variety of mm. events but also it, it, we combine the live engagement with digital support so we have we have an app which is called the Sleep School for Professionals app, which applies all the mm. sort of the the act tools to the um, uh, you know to to, to help um, mm. the professionals uh, navigate sort of the stresses of the day, detach at the end of the day, and to to sleep better at night. That's so cool! You've got the app for. Joe Public, but also the app for professionals. Is that right? It, yes, yeah, exactly. Well, well, we split it up into we've got we've got you know the app for chronic insomniacs, right? Um, and then we've sort of got these app for you know for you know let's say professionals, but actually that's you know Joe yeah. Public really. You know, because it's, because it's in my of, work, going and deliver act interventions, maybe over three four sessions live, and then there's always that bit about how do we keep this going exactly yeah and you'll not be surprised that me and Paul Flaxman don't have an app <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're kind of fairly low tech we've analog got, we've got flip chart I saw yeah, yeah. you can't beat a flip chart though <laughs> but I think I think we aspire I think I might try and I, I have no skill in that but I might try mm-hmm. and grab that or seek funding for that I guess because yeah. because when we deliver to the NHS as well the NHS is a yeah, it's an organisation yeah. 
where we've got clinical professionals wanting to make a difference, mm, mm. so committed to care of other people, they're not looking after themselves. Mm, yeah, exactly. But I think what's so good about what you do is, and it's and it's a fundamental part of, of our business, mm. is is that you know at, at at its heart you've got to have live engagement. You know, humans interact best with humans, and it's so good to hear you say that because I think sometimes I think is. Is the, is the world moving towards... There was a big trend in recent years on e-learning. Yeah. And e-learning's fine. Yeah. I'm not knocking it. But you do need that live engagement with yeah. a human. Yeah, no, exactly. And um, we do... So, so the majority... So we might work with an organisation for maybe like a year or something. Mm. And we will... Over that, we will deliver multiple live engagement sessions. Yeah. You know, And if we can, live you know, in the room, in person, real. Mm. But a lot of it, t- it gets live streamed and all of that kind yeah. of stuff. And, you know... So, because obviously there are multiple locations mm. and, and things mm. so but then it, we, we support digitally so that mm. because people go you know they might be in a good place mm. in, in that moment and then three months later they're like oh what was that what was that you know they're awake in the middle of the night and then yeah. oh, what was that tool what was what, what's that what's that guy what was his name you know yeah. <laughs> and, well, he was talking about something oh, I can't remember what it was you know and then you know so they've got that digital support that's great you they do have that support. I think yeah. it's so important. But you also mentioned about e-learning. Mm. Um, and we, we've been lucky enough to be approached by organisations that have a lot of people, you know, sort of in the in like tens of thousands. And yeah. for those guys, we've created bespoke e-learning platforms. Lovely. Um, and that's because, you know, it, it's such a large organisation. Mm. And, and, and we can't... And this is where kind of my, you know, head is... Uh, sort of at the moment mm. you know from having come from that very intimate clinical one to one which I absolutely love that one to one interaction but I'm also on this mission to educate people about sleep as much as possible because I know that it's fundamental to their mental mm. emotional and physical well-being yeah. Yeah, can, and, and actually what we know is that you know we, we delivered this uh, e-learning platform for 11,000 workers mm. And then I was, and then we all supplement with, you know, some uh, live sessions. Yeah. And it was six months after the, the e-learning platform would come out. And this lady came up to me at the end and, uh, and she said, I just want to give you a big hug. And she, and she was in flood to tears. Oh, man. And she said, you know, the e-learning platform has literally changed my life. And, and it's kind of, that's where you suddenly realise that digital technology has a place. Yes. You know, it, absolutely, because you can't, you can't do live engagement. Mm. You can't reach everyone. No. And no. actually, you know, if an organisation is willing to create something which is going to be really, you know, it's well done, mm. you know, and you can educate people, you can, you can transform someone's life if you get them sleeping again. Yeah. And one of the themes from the conference this year in Dublin that I really took away was, we need to reach more people yeah. and we need to work with groups mm. and use use blended stuff because you're using a blend of e-learning app face-to-face yeah. Yeah. And, and that way we will reach more people and make more of a difference and have more moments like that lady. Yeah, exactly. And it's also recognising that people learn differently as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's, you know, some are verbal, some are mm. you know, sort of visual, you know, sort of... Yeah. All the, and, 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 and in this more digital age, you know, some people watch videos, some people, you know, exactly. sort of listen to podcasts. Yeah. And it's kind of, yeah, it's about being able to offer so many different mm. uh, mediums um, for which the, the content mm. can be delivered in. Yeah. Uh, it means you can, yeah, you can hopefully, you know, give 
people perhaps just that one nugget which could make the difference. I love that. The, the idea that it might just be one nugget that, that accesses something useful for that person in your audience. Sometimes when I'm doing training, I look around the room and sometimes people, it's the type of training where we never say, Oi, you haven't spoken much. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. And sometimes people don't speak yeah, throughout three yeah. or four sessions and they come to you at the end and they say, that was the most amazing experience ever. That's changed yeah. my life. And you yeah. think, oh, because yeah. from your face, <laughs> I was getting nothing, man. But um, that, that's so interesting and so encouraging that you, you've got the vehicles to get out there and make this difference. Well, I think that's, that's the really sort of exciting thing about um, where we are mm. generally in the world right now. Um, and, and, but also we as in you know, the world with mm. the, sort of the, the rise in digital technology. It's, it's basically harnessing it for good, you know, because yes. I, can, I, you know, I could bore listeners for hours on this sort of the, <laughs> the, the, um, the problems with digital technology and sleep, for example. Sure, and, and we sure. do need a huge educational, you know, sort of uh, it's, recharge of, you know, how to use digital tech so it doesn't impact our, our sleep level. It's kind of like the, the enemy, but also a potential contributor, yeah. contributor to the cure as yeah, well. absolutely. Gosh. So what next for the sleep school? Can you reveal any plans other than the obvious Bond roll, Netflix special, that sort of <laughs> yeah. stuff? Um, no, it's, it's more of the same, really. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it, it, it's sort of enjoying what we're doing, mm. um, working. We now, we, we've you know, been incredibly lucky that so many organizations have come to us. We now... Um, we now work globally, which is you know sort of an exciting thing um, uh, to have that opportunity to sort of you know reach people around the world, which is you know ultimately what we you know sort yeah. of want to be able to to do. Just that's why that you know that to help the world to sleep better, to live better, it enables us to kind of mm. you know to move towards that place. Yeah. Um, but really, just to get you know the, the main point of the sleep school is just to educate people around how important sleep is mm. in their life that it is the most powerful natural performance enhancer known to humankind you know is this is why I get all, all sort of excited and <laughs> passionate because, it, because it's basically you know it doesn't matter it, it, let's say you want to uh, lose some weight yeah. for example but you've got to make sure that you're sleeping you know mm. sleep plays a fundamental role in in managing your appetite mm. hormones let's say you want to you know train for a cycle ride or mm. something like that try Athlon, yeah. or you know anything physical, you need to make sure you're sleeping. Sleep mm. needs to be a fundamental part of your training plan. Um, you know, but but if if you want to improve your mental health, if you want to improve your physical health, if you you know want to improve the health of your heart, your mm. blood pressure, if you want to clean your brain, if you want to reduce your risk of cancer, if you want to sort of improve your sort of uh, regulation of blood glucose, yeah. sleep will do it for you, and it's completely free. Man. Preach, man. These supers listen to this man because this is so important. It, this is the thing. And people, I, I think we've kind of just, we've forgotten it. Mm. It's like we've forgotten this really simple idea mm. that, that we've been given this total gift, mm. which is this nighttime repair. And it's literally, sleep is what makes us brilliant during the day. So we kind of need to carve out that sleep time again in our lives. We need to say, no, this is really important. I want to, you know, I'm going to make this a priority in my life. And that's all, you know, if anyone's listening, I would, that's all I would ask is just put it back up there as something that's important in your life, you know. And even if it's just 15 minutes more, get 15 mm. minutes more a night for three yeah. weeks and you'll feel better. 
It's interesting. Me and Paul speak about sleep a fair bit, and he's always balancing his caffeine intake. And he's made some small adjustments in in caffeine, and he's and he's, yeah. he's sleeping really well when we're doing gigs where yeah. we're overnighting. Yeah, I I can generally have a coffee at like eleven o'clock and sleep <laughs> like a log. He can't. But then recently it's turned the table slightly. But it, it's such a topic of conversation as well for people in the workplace. Yeah. Absolutely. And people go, oh, it was up at four o'clock. I was thinking about that meeting yesterday, that, that rumination, mm, mm. things like that. So, Guy, where can people find you on that internet? What's uh, your website? The website is thesleepschool.org. Easy. Uh, super easy. And on there, yeah, sleepschool.org. And on there, you'll find links to the insomnia program. You'll find links to our professional program. Right. And you're, you know, and, and obviously, if you, if you want to go uh, and explore the apps, just go on the um, uh, Apple, you know, iTunes store <laughs> and Google Play. So yes. it's, on, it's on Apple and Android, basically. Perfect. So you'll be able to find the different apps there. And your book is available in all good book yeah. sellers, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So, when I come on to the bit of top tips, and I know our listeners, P-Supers out there will be wanting it. I normally ask for one top tip, mm. but having you here, it feels like we might extend the top tipness to it and all the kind of banquet or smorgasbord <laughs> of, of top tips so yeah let's uh, do it please, thinking about our people at work take it away give me give me a give me a tip yeah so so i i guess um the first one is and this is this is you know kind of what i was just touching on before is is this making sleep a priority in your life mm. it, it, it's super simple um so just uh carving out a little bit more sleep opportunity. Mm. Um, so that, that could mean, you know, you go, okay, do you know what? I'm not going to watch another episode of Netflix tonight. You know, yeah. you know, you, so that, that would be the first one, you know, mm. it's super simple. The next one is that we, you know, I recognize that we live in a world where, um, many of us sort of deprive ourselves of sleep um, mm. just because of you know we're working late we've got long commutes that kind of stuff and so um, that's why I, I, I really ask people to have catch up nights so catch up sleeps are, are where you get your biological sleep need which is you know, yeah. what we what call you know the average is seven to eight hours but the range is anywhere between four and ten mm-hmm. um, and the you know a catch up night uh, could be you know Monday Tuesday let's say you you, you know you deprive yourself of sleep mm. as per normal so the average yeah. person in the UK gets six hours you mm. know, so that, but then Wednesday night comes and Wednesday night that well that becomes sleep night mm. you know that that's your catch up night that's where you you get home and you you perhaps don't switch on the telly you know you mm. you, you do everything you got to do and then you have a nice bath and you know you, you sort of uh, you get into bed, you know, maybe perhaps you put new sheets and mm. that kind of things. And, uh, and then you, you know, read a print book. If you remember what one of those is, you know, a big fan That's of those familiar. with yeah. a side lamp. So you're not, you know, it's not, not too much light stimulation. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then you, you know, you get your, your eight hours or whatever it is, your seven hours and you get half an hour more. So you sort of, you bolt on a little bit more, which means you repay a little bit of the debt. Now, the reason I'm suggesting do it this way is, and then, then let's say you know Thursday night, Friday night, you deprive yourself as normal, and then mm. you might have a little bit of a catch up on the weekend, and and so the next tip which rolls into this one mm. is avoid the long lines. Right. So a lot of oh, people, got to yeah. Come on, tell me more. So a lot of people will catch up by you know they're depriving themselves in the week, and then they'll have a long line on the weekends mm. and. 
it, this causes something called social jet lag, which is, I love the term. Have you heard of this? No, no. Okay. I'm so, loving it already. But so, tell me social jet lag. Social jet lag is where your social behaviours mm. um, impact. So basically what you do in your everyday life mm. impacts your sleep timing. Mm. And so a, a good example of social jet lag is having a long lie-in on the weekend. So let's say, let's say you normally get up at seven, mm. but you decide on the Saturday you're going to lie until midday. Mm. Well, you see, you've just delayed your sleep phase by five hours. God. And you've got this incredible 24-hour clock, which mm. is scheduling every biological process that you've mm. got in your body to be active or to be inactive. Mm. In, and one of them is to, to sleep or to wake. Mm. And so if you then lie in, you delay everything. And that's why, so if you have a long lie-in, how do you feel? Um, initially, I might feel quite sort of self-satisfied. And mm. like, yeah. But then I just get up and everything's a bit out of sync and yeah. I feel a bit shit yeah you, and you said the word there out of sync because yeah. you are you're desynchronized. Mm. you've just delayed your body clock by five hours so it's expecting you to be eating lunch but you're just you're just waking up and it's mm. going what, what's going on and yeah. so you've caught it's called jet lag social jet lag because you get all of the symptoms of jet lag so you get the, the grogginess mm. the nausea the sort of the, the headaches, the mental fogginess, the sort of, you know... The, this is a revelation from it. Yeah, so it's kind of like we want to, you know, on the weekends, have a lion, but, you know, mm. try to keep it to, like, under an hour. Right. Um, I know that sounds harsh for some mm. listeners, but you're, you know... The, and this, this kind of brings us on to the next one, which mm. is, you know, keeping a regular sleep-wake cycle. I know it's mm. one of those really boring ones, which most mm. of us have heard, but it's probably the most important. Mm. If I was to give the single most important health tip, mm. it would be keep yourself on time. Yeah. And that's because we have this incredible body clock, 20,000 clock cells located in our brain. We've got literally millions of cell clock mm. cells in our body. Every organ has its own sort of you know, timing. Mm. And the way in which we behave so when we eat when we move when we expose ourselves mm. to light they all interact and alter the timing mm. so if you eat at roughly the same time if you move at roughly the same time if you sleep and wake at roughly the same time mm. when it keeps this whole beautiful system on time yeah if you don't if you you know and 26% of those 25,000 working adults said they went to bed and got up at different times every single day which is just crazy so a quarter of the population are incredibly sort of um, dysregulated. And a study in 2017 by a, a famous um, uh, chronobiologist mm. um, from, from Germany, he, his research, it was a global piece of research, mm. and he said that 87% of the, the, the population are now shift workers, as in they, they impact uh, the, the timing of their biological clock because of the mm. uh, because of the the way they live their lives, so keeping things nice. My and goodness, that yeah. I I oh gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. so this is so useful. This is really really practical. I'm always thinking, when did I get up this week? And it's varied enormously. Mm. And, and and I think the important thing to, to reference is mm. that everything I'm doing talking about here is very much for our on our corporate side. Yes. Because it's it's recognizing the real distinction. Mm. We have two very distinct hats at the sleep yeah. school, which is you know we've got our chronic insomnia hats mm. and that's you know if you imagine for those guys they know all of this yeah. and the problem is, is they're doing it too much yeah. you know they are you know they are obsessive around mm. it and, mm. and it's that 
for them it's about trying to get them to relax it in a little bit you know? yeah whereas for the corporate world it's kind of just trying to get them to do some of it you know yeah. to, to go try and keep a little bit of a sleep-wake cycle to make enough time for sleep to not consume mm. too many stimulants you know so what I'm getting is it's these small adjustments yeah. it's not a it's not a big bang thing but if we can no. follow even your top tips absolutely we know you know within the corporate world if, if you can I will say just from what whenever I give a, a, a you know presentation mm. I say just take one thing one thing and work on that you yeah. don't need any more you know sort of yeah. because they're more likely to do it but if they just do one thing that can make uh, and they stick with it that can make a measurable difference mm. and you know we could keep going we could say hey you know sort of manage your caffeine levels you know we, we yes you know we tell know, me a bit about that yeah so, absolutely because I, I did notice you said that classic phrase earlier and I was going to pick you up on it which is like well I can have a double espresso at 11 and it doesn't impact me yeah well, unfortunately it does <laughs> um, and I actually have a lovely anecdote about that Brilliant. which was uh, a guy came into our, our um, when I was doing my research yeah and uh, one of the we got them to sign a contract which basically said that they wouldn't consume any stimulants for two uh, days before mm. anyway this guy comes in and we do our initial piece of research and I I was specifically looking at brain blood flow and deep sleep mm. at the time anyway we uh, we did our waking study so mm. that's where we connected them all up and, and did a waking study in the evening yeah. and then we uh, and then we sort of get them ready to go to bed and he was like oh do you mind if I um uh, if I go for a little uh, walk, and we're like, this is a bit odd behaviour, mm. considering that he's got, you know, like 12 electrodes attached <laughs> to his head. So we give them this, what is effectively a big tail, mm. um, and we've unplugged everything. And he, he goes for a walk. Anyway, he comes back in, and we mm. wire him, you know, we plug him back in, and he, uh, and he goes to sleep, and he falls asleep straight mm. away. No problem at all. But then there I am, waiting. I'm waiting for my deep sleep so I can do mm. my tests, and it doesn't come along. He bobs around in light sleep. You know, you, you get what's going on. Yeah. Anyway, he wakes up in the morning and uh, he goes, how was it? And I was like, well, it's really odd, actually, mm. because uh, you, 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 there was barely hardly any, any deep sleep to sort of, you know, to mm. talk about. Um, and I said, can I, can I just check? You didn't have any, any stimulants, did you? And he goes, oh, yeah. When I nipped out, I, I went around the corner and had a double espresso because that's my evening routine can't sleep without it kind of thing and uh, and of course, you've got to remember that I, I've been awake for quite a while now so my ability to manage my uh, my emotional system is quite uh, <laughs> sort of baseline at yeah. this point in hindsight I've reflected on it yeah. and, you know work through the uh, the annoyance and the anger right. um, but it was really you know it was really interesting point because and we know from the research that it takes six hours caffeine's got a half life of six hours and a right. quarter life of 12 hours so if you know if it's you know middayish now if we had a cup of coffee mm. now and uh that means that a quarter of it will still be a you know quarter of the caffeine will still be in your system at midnight tonight um and that will impact the quality of your sleep right. so that's something for you to that's on gonna to. um <laughs> Rain in my heroics with Paul Flex. Yeah. I'm just, or maybe just taunting him, going, look at me, look at me, I'm having a coffee, but now I know. But it, not anti coffee, you know. Yeah. I, I, I like a good coffee, but, you know, try to try to front load it <laughs> all in the morning. You know, yeah. two, two to three cups, knocking it on the head, ideally by midday, but any, you know, mm. if, yeah, 2 p.m., I'll, I'll let you have another. And what about tea? Yeah, caffeine. 
So Still. yeah, we're, we're you know we're, we're caffeine is is tea, it's coffee, it's green oh, tea, no. it's Coca Cola, it's you know it's my sister's going to be picking me up on this too. <laughs> All right, sis. Yeah, yeah. So um, and and then you know it's all of those lifestyle things we can mm. do with doing a little bit more exercise, you know, but not too close to bedtime. Right. Drink a little bit less alcohol, uh, and again, don't drink it close to bedtime. Right. That kind of stuff. So you know, I don't want to overload. No, it's <laughs> just but, I'm loving this. But, but you know, so, you know, this this is not rocket science. Mm. You know, this is super simple stuff. Um, and actually, you know, if if people want to sort of read more about this, we have lots of blogs on it. So I've if you seen go to, yeah, sleepschool.org, yeah. yeah, you can sort of, you know, there's all sorts of blogs from in the professional side around mm. you know, how to power nap or perhaps, mm. you know, or, you know, on the clinical side, how to come off, you know, um, uh, sleeping medication or yeah. something like how to, you know, manage sleep anxiety. So, yes, that's a good sort of resource to go and sort of check that out. Brilliant. Guy, thank you. This has been a revelation for me. Thank you for your energy, your humor, your making it accessible. I think you're absolutely chiming with my with my intention behind People's Soup and it's an absolute delight to have you on and, and hear more about your work and what you're doing and the impact you're making at a global level. I'm blown away. Thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank you because it's, it's an honour to be here as well. You know, I, I really respect the work that you're doing and you know, I, I, I enjoy the podcast. Oh, thank you. I enjoy the, the humour that you bring to act. So, yeah, I think, you know, if we can end on sort of, it's all about just trying to get that playful education out there. You know? Playful education. And there's one thing you said that I've written down and I think we'll finish on is sleep is what makes us brilliant during the day. Love that. There we go. Thank you so much. Thank you. Blimey. Thanks very much to Guy. What a fabulous guest. So passionate about his work and reaching as many people as possible. It's a personal inspiration for me to have him on the show and to listen to him describe his work. That's it, P-Supers. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of this P-Super community. If you like this episode or the podcast, could I invite you to share it with one other person? I'm really keen to spread the behavioural science and skills with more people. You could also drop me a follow and a review on whatever platform you listen on. You can get in touch with me at peoplesoup.pod at gmail.com. On Twitter, we're at peoplesouppod. On Instagram, at people.soup. On Facebook, at peoplesouppod. Thanks so much to Andy Glenn for his spoon magic and to you, dear P-Supers, for listening. Have a great week and bye for now. It is the most powerful natural performance enhancer known to humankind. You know, 